Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Sam Talks Nerdy Podcast. If you're new here, my name is Sam, and I am your host. I hope you all are doing well out there today, staying happy, staying cool. I'm starting to stay cool because it is a lovely 85 degrees out here with a very nice breeze. I just added a new podcast I'm going to listen to at the beginning of July. It is a podcast called Talkville. It's a podcast where Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welling, who were stars in the Superman prequel show, I guess, Smallville, and where 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 each week they're going to go, they're they're just going to watch like every single episode of Smallville and talk about it, share behind the scenes facts. So it's it should be fun. I actually never really watched a full series. I watched like maybe the back half of uh, of the series. So this could give me a good excuse to finally hunker down and watch you know the entire season or series. Anyways. Obokami has wrapped up, and I'm kind of glad. While I was having fun watching the series, I did not have fun seeing and dealing with all the hate, griping, and division. After the third or so week, I was just like, alright, let's just wrap this up so, so we can move on to Andor, Bad Batch, and Tales of the Jedi. Then again, they could be in the same boat. Who knows? Knock on wood. Please, God, I hope not. So, for this week's episode of, of STN, I'm going to talk about the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Let's get into it. Alright, like past reviews, I'll talk about the good, the neutral, and then last, and definitely least, the bad. The good. Ewan McGregor. Praise that man like there's no tomorrow. He delivered every episode. There was no moment where I was like, oh, he was terrible. Like, he was amazing. All, all these years, we're wanting him to come back as Obi-Wan, and he delivered. And to be honest, if there's ever a chance to see him again as Obi-Wan, I will support it fully. He was definitely interesting to see play in Obi-Wan at this certain point of his life, where, he, where he's kind of sad, broken, very cut off from the Force, and then to see him kind of transition from sad and broken to... I guess, Al Guinness status at, and A New Hope. And plus, he did a pretty good job of, like, starting to sort of sound like Al Guinness. Not much, but I could sense a few Al Guinness-y moments in there. Little Leia. I wasn't so sure about a like, child actor slash actress in this show. In fact, I'm not really sure about child actors and stuff overall. I'm always very hesitant. But this instant was one that I enjoyed. She really captured the person, the personality of Leia. I, I also really enjoyed her scenes with Obi Wan. I know some people were were I know some people were hesitant about her inclusion due to Episode Four and how it seemed like they had never met or, or seen each other before. However, I think they found a pretty good loophole with Obi Wan telling Leia that she has to pretend they they never met before. Thus, that message from the beginning of Episode Four. General Kenobi, years ago you served my father in the Clone Wars. Now he begs you to help him in his struggle against the Empire. I regret that I am unable to present my father's request to you in person. And then there's her surprise when, when she learns that Luke is with Obi-Wan when they go to rescue her on the Death Star. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. You're who? I'm here to rescue you. I've got your R2 unit. I'm here with Ben Kenobi. Ben Kenobi? Where is he? Come on. Darth Vader was brutal. Think of him at the end of Rogue One, but constantly. This is a Darth Vader that's still angry and not quite the Darth Vader we know from the original trilogy. It was actually really interesting to see, you know, him at this point in, in the Star Wars timeline, him being more brutal. 
I mean, dude literally snapped a kid's neck like a wishbone. What's with Anakin and killing kids? I mean, seriously. Fortress Inquisitorious. I am a huge fan of Jedi Fallen Order, and the final mission in the Fortress is one of my favorite parts. So, it was awesome to see, you know, that environment, building, base brought into live action. Plus, it was a pretty good, you know, recreation from the games. The flashbacks were amazing. Seeing more of Order 66, especially from the perspective of the Jedi, was awesome. Same goes for the flashback between Obi-Wan and Anakin. Was awesome seeing Ewan McGregor and Hayden, and Hayden Christensen, you know, on screen together for, for the first time since, you know, episode 3, and just, I was nostalgic. Sadly, some people were blinded by the fact that they weren't de-aged, but here's the thing. De-aging is kind of a double-edged sword here. People love or hate what they did with Luke, so it might be the same thing here. Plus, who knows, maybe they'll say people who wanted them de-aged would then complain about them being de-aged. Sadly, some people in the source community just can't take the W. I loved the final few parts of Episode 6 between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. It was very reminiscent of Star Wars Rebels with Ahsoka's duel with Darth Vader. In fact, it felt very similar. I mean, look up Obi-Wan's fight with Darth Vader from Part 6 on YouTube, watch that, and then watch Ahsoka's duel with Darth Vader at the end of Rebels Season 2, and you'll definitely see some comparisons. Speaking of Rebels, I should definitely try and do a rewatch. Kind of fell off after, I think, Season 3 or Season 4... I think it was season four. I forget because then again, I think I think maybe four was the final season. Hmm. These tricks were also a really good aspect for me. I mean, Quillen Voss, baby. If there's ever a Kenobi season two, which I said a while ago, I think in another episode, it's it's apparently on the table. So if we get season two, I want to see Quillen Voss. I was also excited to finally see Qui Gon Jinn, my favorite Jedi, in live action again. Just just when he appeared, I felt so many emotions. Now, let's talk about the neutral. And first off, I want to talk about the Inquisitors. I feel like they were overlooked. Well, mainly fifth brother and fourth sister. The Grand Inquisitor, I can't really be too mad about because he was playing possum. But just the other two could have, could have had bigger roles or done a lot more. I mean, we never saw fifth brother or fourth sister even ignite their lightsabers. Just... Hopefully we'll get more live action Inquisitors, and I think there's going to be a Reva show. It's rumored that, that that's been developed, so maybe that could be a way to get more Inquisitors. Who knows? Speaking of Reva, oh boy, did she cause some ruckus. I mean, a lot of people were being all, oh, it's her show, not Obi-Wan. She's going to steal the show from Obi-Wan, blah, 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 usual whiny Star Wars fandom BS. I wasn't really sure about the character in the first four episodes, but after learning her reasons for being an Inquisitor and her backstory, I started to get behind her character. I mean, let's be honest, maybe her, the Grand Inquisitor, and Second Sister are probably the only three Inquisitors that have some decent backstory. The others just feel very flat and one-dimensional, which is something I'm not, I, I, I'm not complaining about. I like the Seventh Sister and Fifth Brother in Rebels. They were pretty good, like, attack dog villains. So, while I was a little bit iffy on, on, on Reva at first, I got behind her character and started to like her a little more and be more invested with her story after kind of learning about her mission and her, and her reasons for being an Inquisitor. The lightsaber fights. We didn't really get as many as, as I was expecting, which I understand. Obi-Wan Obi -Wan hasn't used his lightsaber in 10 years, so of course he'd be a little bit rusty. 
I was just a little bit let down by the Obi-Wan and Darth Vader fights. They were hyped, or at least the last fight was hyped up to be the quote-unquote rematch of the century, and while the last one was a, was a fun watch, it just, it just didn't feel as epic as the last Revenge of the Sith fight. And the one before was just lackluster. It was just Obi-Wan running away from Darth Vader, which it was cool to kind of see more of a, you know, hunter hunting his prey kind of take on the fight, but just, yeah. But I did enjoy the battle between Reva and Vader. That was really cool. It was just really cool to see him kind of... Actually, it was really more of a, more of a battle. It was more of just like Vader toying with her. And lastly, the bad. Let's talk about the bad. I had a problem with some of the execution of this series. Like Star Wars Explained, maybe this would have been better if it was a movie instead of a six-part limited series or, you know, first season because there, there, might be a, there might be a season two on the table. Who knows? And I definitely think a movie would have been a better choice and resulted in a more tightly structured story. If I had to choose, like, my least favorite episode of, you know, of all uh, of the six, it had to be episode or part four. It was just, it was too short, and it, and I feel like it was focused on Reva and less on Obi-Wan. I mean, I liked the setting of it being on Fortress Inquisitorious, but that was probably, like, the only upside for me when it comes to that. While I was happy to see Hayden Christensen return as Anakin slash Darth Vader, he was definitely overhyped. I mean, I feel like they were they're hyping him up to have like a bigger role in this series, but yeah, it was. I mean, he. I mean, it was cool to see him again, but he was definitely overhyped. So with all that said, overall, I did enjoy this series. I grew up around the prequel era. I'm a Clone Wars kids kid, so this hit me with nostalgia pretty hard. Could the show have happened better? Yes. I don't know if the pressure of making this show work caused them to overlook or overthink a few things, or if Disney was giving us the middle finger being all, oh, you'll get your Kenobi series, but it's going to suck ass. Who knows? But I will take what I get and not throw a fit. A lesson I feel like a lot of the Star Wars community could learn from. Well, maybe a few people in the Star Wars community. Alright, that'll be it for this week's episode of Sam Talks Nerdy. Thank you all for listening. Make sure to follow me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Those will be linked down in my description with a few other platforms. Also, please leave me a 5-star rating and a good review where you can. That really helps get my podcast out there for more people to listen to. Also, feel free to leave me a voice message on Anchor. That will be linked down in my description as well. As well as the link to my Instagram account so you can stay up to news with the latest pop culture stuff. And until next time, stay happy, stay well, stay healthy. Don't kill a bunch of younglings. Don't be, don't turn to the dark side. Don't get impaled by a lightsaber. Don't get burned to a crisp. And I will talk to you all next time. Peace out. Oh.